0: Fuck. Fuck! We gotta do it all over again. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) That will never happen. Just do do it for me. Let's just do it all over again. Oh, for fuck's sake. God, I
1: hate you so much. I fucking hate you so much. Alright, here we go. Three, two, one. You didn't stop recording, did you? You- After you chastised me for stopping recording, here you come stopping recording. I am- You know, you have elevated my blood pressure for the past hour, and you're not expecting me to overreact right now. So, fine. Three, two, one. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Stream of Thought. And today, I have to say, I have found one of the most enjoyable episodes of Stream of Thought in a long while. Mainly because I don't really have to say too much, which is nice. Because Victor has such an entertaining and emotionally charged... uh, story his own memoirs
0: one might say and then we go ahead and segue rick's asked me oh are you you know collecting your thoughts and journaling this not particularly for the store but we do crack open the past a little bit and i share a few memoirs like rick said from a journal that i have where i just kind of uh emphasize certain things that stuck out to me so with that being said episode number 138 a stream of thought we hope you enjoy (laughs) all right so i actually have uh i got several stuff here so now do you want to do you want me to ask you about something that is in your field of expertise that is likely to take up a good chunk of time if not the whole episode or do you want me to start with A couple smaller things.
1: I'll let you start with the smaller things. I feel like small chunks is always good before we get into the big bite.
0: Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, So first of all, I uh, had ordered on Amazon a uh, AirPod charger, but it's not by Apple because Apple, it's like 60 or 70 bucks. But I found one that charges Apple AirPods and it's, you know, it was only $35. But here's the thing: I just got it today, and I charged my, or I got it yesterday. I charged my AirPods last night. And what's cool about this one is that any time, or not every time, but pretty frequently, when you pick up your phone and you unlock it, it tells you right away uh, the percentage that is in the AirPods and the percentage of battery that is in the actual charger. Whereas the Apple, the Apple charger the one that by Apple, I had to like kind of put it next to my phone and flip it open. And like, sometimes it didn't work. Sometimes it would, but sometimes I have to put, it, and then it would, that information would come up. Whereas this one, it comes up, uh, every so often that I open up my phone, which is really cool. But I noticed, and again, I let my, I let it charge last night. I didn't use it at all today. And so I'm on my lunch break at work and I just, I go in my car and I meditate or I do like at my phone for a few minutes And I'm like, wait a minute, I literally took this thing off the charger this morning, and it says 55% battery. And I know – and my AirPods were in the device while the device was plugged to the lightning cable. So I know it's not like the AirPods are sucking battery out of the device. You know what I'm saying? It's like, wait, what the heck? Okay, whatever, and I don't think anything of it. And then later, I take out my phone again like a few hours later, and it says – 25 percent battery left and i'm like wait what the fuck like where does this electric charge just magically evaporate like what the hell is going on and i wasn't upset or anything but i was like you know what i'm gonna return it uh i'm gonna say that it doesn't hold the charge so that i don't have to pay shipping which is the truth and you know what i'm just gonna spend the extra money and uh get an apple charger for my apple headphones and just the lesson learned you know there's a reason things cost more money, and a lot of the time it's better to just pay that premium depending on what it is or how often you use it, and, and I'm just like, uh, kind of, I mean, disappointed, but lesson learned, you know, better just to buy name brand things. Well, and,
1: and that's the thing, too, right now, because currently the device that I'm recording in is my phone is plugged into a generic Walgreens brand iPhone charging cable. And it doesn't do the same thing that a um, a premium Apple charger would when you go to the Apple store and just get a replacement. But it's also four times more expensive. So it's like, you know, I, I know that it's probably going to drain the battery, like, over time a lot more than, say, if I went to the Apple store. But I'm also, I don't know, cost benefit. It's like, you know, I know what I'm getting into because I've had experiences in the past where I use generic brands. The Walgreens or Seven Eleven or gas station shit that you can pick up, and you know it—it's not going to be good for your phone because it's not, um, you know, precisely compatible in the way that the the actual brand is. So,
0: yep. And um, and I use and I'm happy. I'll. I mean, I'm not happy. I lost my charger, which sucks. Yeah, that's crazy. You weren't able to find it. I'll. Yeah, I and I I'm pretty good about not losing things. I'm pretty organized. You are okay, but but um, yeah. I'm just like, what the hell? And uh, shit, there was uh oh, damn it, there was something on the, just on the tip of my tongue that I was going to mention about the charging. I forgot what it was now. Uh, but just a side note too, like yeah, I once bought a uh, like an FM transmitter for my car, mm-hmm. so that I could plug it into my phone and just dial the radio station and then I can play music through my phone because I don't have an aux cable in my car and it was like $13 and sure enough a year later like it started getting messed up the buttons kind of stopped working and it didn't it wouldn't hold its charge and it wouldn't turn on even though it was fully charged um oh but what I was going to say going I remember now going back to the apple chargers yeah I'll pay it because I use it every single day every day and whenever I go out I take my, you know, you take your phone, your wallet, your keys, and I take my AirPods. Even if I'm just going to the store, no matter where I'm going, I take my AirPods. Uh, I take my AirPods with mm-hmm. me. It's just a part of my. Uh, I know. Me, no, me it's too. Just a part, me, of like me. no. That's, I, al- I it, always carry you know?
1: headphones with me everywhere
0: I go. Always have, yeah. whether they're wired or wireless. So I understand. Um, so that was just a little thing, and a uh, side note too. <laughs> And uh, is because I used my my wire the head, wire headphones, and I used it maybe for like a week. And dude, it is just so incredibly inconvenient to have a wire hanging from your head down to your phone that's in your pocket. Wow, you, you know, it's just like you said before when you tried to turn me on to the wireless headphones, game changer. That- I can't go back. That is precisely where
1: my memory was going. I'm just thinking, you're like, oh, no, okay, that final. I'll, I'll try it out. Like, nothing against them. I just haven't done it before. But I was like, dude, it's a game changer. I remember telling you that on one of our podcasts. God, that was that was years ago. That was probably like two years ago that I told you that before you started going wireless. You, told,
0: you brought that up. You would tell me like several times. because, 60 Yeah, because you would tell me how much you love it, how great it is, and I think at one point – you ha I can't remember I don't think I had my wireless headphones when you mentioned how you had like duct tape around yours because they were the old ones from Minneapolis I can't remember but I remember being perfectly happy with mine and then I just owned up and got some and I was a little bit hesitant because they're like 150 170 bucks and I just whatever let's just try it out and wow the second I used it I just knew it was going to be great and then within minutes you're walking around the house, you're walking around, you're doing whatever, no wire. Absolutely amazing. Well absolutely
1: even amazing. even my mom has discovered the benefits of wireless. My mom of all people. No. Yeah. So I Your mother has wireless headphones? I got her them for Christmas, I believe it was. It was either her birthday or Christmas. Yeah. And it was just a new pair of high quality wireless headphones. Um, was compatible with her computer was compatible with pretty much everything and as as far as i'm aware she uses it pretty much every day uh like if she's exercising in the morning or like you know going around the house just cleaning stuff up i mean it's she she like i don't know if she she even acknowledges how uh big of a game changer that is because she'd normally like carry the laptop around with her or like have to have the string connected and totally gone you no, don't have to do that that's anymore. That's a ball
0: and chain. Yeah. You don't need that. Yeah. You do not need and that.
1: E- and people of all generations, that's my point, people of all generations can appreciate the benefit of wireless, like headphones or headsets, yes. whatever it Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Yeah. Love it.
0: But do you know what? The, the people that will never have a true appreciation for it are the kids growing up these days that have wireless controllers. How many times growing up as children (laughs) were we playing Super Nintendo or Nintendo 64 and the wires weren't long enough from where the console was to where the couch was? So you're sitting on the floor, and you don't know any better. You're a kid, but I would love to watch a kid play video games with a wired controller (laughs) and see how they interact with it. Yeah,
1: man. No, i know well <laughs> you realize how much of an old man you're sounding like kids these days they just don't understand yeah. the value <laughs> of a corded device uh but anyway no yeah no um, I, I totally yeah totally agree the only complaint that i have about wireless and i don't know if you've had this instance is that one they're very easy to lose you can like set them down somewhere or fall out of your pocket or fall out of your ear and you just lose them like even if you have stuff around your neck, it's not connected to your body. Flies off for some reason, you know.
0: I remember seeing memes uh, maybe a year or two ago when Apple was pushing the wire that would connect the two AirPods okay. together. Do you remember that? I don't. Because it seems like a step – oh, no? Yeah, there were a bunch of – there were memes making fun of it because how odd is it – it's just funny that they get rid of the wire and the, I mean, granted that like it's not connected to your phone; it's just connecting the two AirPods, and you know you kind of wear it around your neck, but still funny nonetheless. But get this: so I have, it's just so ridiculous. So the <laughs> store that I'm at right now, bro, did I tell you about the 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 store manager and one of the assistant managers at my store? Did I ever talk to you about that? Or no, not? I don't no. think so. Affair, bro. So I'm talking to. I'm talking to one of the, um, one of the one of the employees, and like I asked them a question or I said something, and they're like, "Oh, you mean you know Tweedle Dumb and Tweedle D," oh, no. and I start laughing, bro. I start laughing because in my head I'm thinking, you know, Dumb and Dumber, but like they're super nice, super nice guys, but I just don't understand where their head is. When it comes to things that are just common sense, you know, just to give you some insight every so often or any time that, that either one of them makes a page on the intercom, they end the page by making the sound effect with their mouth. Boop. They make a boop. They say that over the intercom before it hangs up. That's, Okay, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Here's the other thing. Every so often, one of them will just pick up the, intercom, the page and intercom over the store without saying anything, just pick it up. Beep. Boop. Beep, boop, boop. Like as a joke? Beep, boop. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I don't That's know what the really fuck is weird going on. and super and, unprofessional. And Holy customers. Shit customers or or, i'm sorry other employees have told me that customers complain about it and all the employees are on the same page like what the fuck is going on and um and another time the store manager was making an announcement and then was like it's funny because he's making his his announcement you know so and so can you come to the office or blah 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 thank you for shopping at sprouts or whatever oh hello you know oh hey hey ken Oh, nice of you to come in today. And you're hearing this on the page. Nice of you to come in today. Oh, you're looking pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. Boop. And it's like, what the fuck was that? And then I think to myself, I was like, oh, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know Ken was here. And then, like, 10 or 15 minutes later, I'm like, wait a minute. Ken isn't here, bro. So you were putting that on to make it sound funny. When the person you were referring to isn't there. So you were by yourself in the office pretending like someone walked in and you are – you are giving us a play-by-play over the – it it was just weird. And uh, it's (laughs) it's just – dude, it's just so strange. And I'm not done yet. This is the tip of the iceberg. What? Are you
1: kidding me? That already is – I'm like
0: (laughs) – I'm like
1: feeling my – like I'm dispassionate in general, but like this is really – I'm like – this kind of person exists in the professional workplace? Yes. What? Yes.
0: No, what? The there's Wilderman. and there's two the of them, Wilderman. bro. And there's two of them at the same location. They do the same thing? Right? It's almost they it's they feed each other. It's this slick it's this cyclical dance of their personalities. Oh my god. Right? Oh god. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So the, they bring it out in each other and it just amplifies. Yeah. Okay? Yes. And uh, another time I'm in the scan off. And because people, when I started working there, people are telling me, oh, you've, uh, you've, because I'm one of the, because I'm what's in the, um, in the store is like the core four. There's the, there in the, in all the stores, there's the store manager, the two assistant managers, and then the service manager. And I'm okay. the fourth one. And those are the top four people in the store that have, uh, that Heart have gosh. what's it called um, authority over everything
1: yeah
0: i can yeah. my signature goes on everything you know whatnot and um and so they assume like that i had known them before because a lot of people you know over the years you know each other at different stores and everything and i'm like no i've, I've never totally. met them before this is my first time here i've only been at one other store and they're like oh oh you you've never met oh yeah well you're in for a treat and i was like oh okay whatever and people are telling me things. And I'm like, okay. And I, I witness a few things like the boop-beep-boop-beep boop, beep, and just little things like that. I'm like, yeah, yeah they're so a little weird. quirky. You know, they're they're quirky, but whatever. Bro, I'm in this – and, and uh, one of them is definitely married with kids. And the other one, I don't know, I would imagine is married. But – I'm in the I'm in one of the offices right and they're in another office down the hall and so I can hear them and I hear like uh, it's getting near five o'clock and they leave at the same time and it's like honey it's five o'clock okay darling oh, da, 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 work husband this work husband that uh blah 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 you know darling honey five uh, and I'm like Yo, y'all are two grown-ass men, and that that joke's not funny. Wait, that I'm, joke's not funny. I, I'm so confused. Wait, what, yeah. what are they saying? Like, they were I'm, joking. They were they – were, nobody was around, I don't think. I mean it's, they were joking around with each other because they're always working together. About and they being husband the same and hours. wife? About being husband and husband, bro, at the fucking store. And I'm just like, what the f- – like – it's my brain is a pretzel yeah they're saying honey it's five o'clock time to go okay darling i'll be right there okay yeah and okay they're just at wow. the, the holy the, shit the most door odd, door was open the most what but here's the thing though it doesn't, matter no, it doesn't matter if someone is around or not there they have no shame in terms of their personality and their just wow. workiness and Jeez. it's just and everyone's like bro what the fuck this is it's it has crossed the line it is just straight up weird so and not just that but just the whole boop beep boop beep all everything everything all together right and i'm not done yet bro and oh, i'm not sh- done yet but what's your question no <laughs> i no 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 i'm gonna just let you continue
1: you may answer my question as you go on I'm I'm very okay. I'm very curious so, right now. So that's just one side of the one coin. side of the coin. Okay. There's another side of the that's coin. There's not the more coin. of the same coin. It's a it's the different side. So okay. oh this this ought to be good. So
0: I guess the one I guess the one uh the one store manager I guess they got transferred there and he thought he was going to get fired and I'm the feeling that maybe the store mat is the place where they send people like when they want them to quit when they don't want them to get fired or, when they don't want to fire them or something cuz that's what happened with the store manager. But um, – so I'm at the store and anytime, anytime I ask a question or I suggest something, the response is lackadaisical and, well, eh, this or that or uh, – it's like, OK, From cool. the same two I need people. a direct answer. The same yes. two people? Yes. OK. From the same two people. I need a direct answer. And if you want me to do something or if you disagree, just tell me. Just straight up tell me. Don't be like all wishy-washy, right? And so um, one of the things that really pissed off everybody – and dude, I don't know what it is. I'm an approachable person. Everybody very quickly, people come to me in the store, the same thing at my other store. I, you know, I don't expect you to do anything. I just need to vent. Okay, thank you for listening. You know, like I'm the therapist, the store therapist when people need someone to talk mm-hmm. to. And so, totally. uh, this last week when the store was closing early because of the uh, potential for rioting, right? Right, we would close. It would depend on what the curfew was. So one night we would close at six two or three days we closed at three or four in the afternoon and then we closed at five and so that sunday the the for the because the rioting here started on a saturday and the next day i go into work like hey we're closing early right and one of the managers is like well on our phone call this morning with corporate we still plan to stay open until 10 but this and that that and that this. i'm like dude did you not see the news last night Let's close this bitch down. Are you kidding me? Let's close down. Yeah. Well, na 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 na. And then finally, they get at, they get direction to close the store at like six. And then later in the week, what we've done is typically they'll close the store one hour before the curfew, so that everyone is out of the store by the time it's curfew. And then right. they give us papers in case we get pulled over. We have a paper saying, "Hey, we work in a grocery yeah, I store. You We're allowed that. to be on the road after curfew." Yeah. Right. So. So this dude, uh, one of the days, they're like, what time are we closing? And he's like, I don't know. It's like, well, we're going to be closing at 10 o'clock again or right now. It's like, like, dude, just stop waiting for direct communication from corporate. Like, just fucking make the decision, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's like, oh, we're going to close at 5. And then people are like, okay. we're going to." And then he's like, no, we're going to close it now we're going to close at 5.30, And I'm telling people, like, oh, we're closing at 5. Oh, well, Ken just said we're closing at 5.30. Really? Because he just told me 20 minutes ago we're closing at 5. No, he just told me right now 5.30. Then I go double-check with him. Oh, no, we're closing at 5. Like, dude, stop being all fucking wishy-washy. Just make a fucking decision and stick with it. Please. You're driving every – and everybody's being – everyone was stressing out because they didn't know how to plan their uh, day, especially people who take the bus. They're like, bro, if we're – scheduled for five oh, i'm not gonna right. get out later i'm not gonna be able to take a bus like yeah. that's why people are freaking out and they're trying to orchestrate picking up their kids and getting rides and all this other shit so that's one thing and um and one of the things that made me really frustrated was on one of the days the, one of the last days that we had curfew like okay cool i'm expecting to get out of here at six like all right awesome and I'm looking around like there's still a shit ton of people in the store. Like you need to at, one, at some point say no more people are allowed in the store so we get everyone out by the time we say we need to and so that everyone goes home at, a, at the specified time. And I start closing the shades. And he's like, uh, we're just going to let a few more people in. I'm like, dude, it's 5 o'clock right now and the store is full. Like, no, they still need to shop, and we still have a few a few more people in line. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? There's a few more people in line outside waiting to get in the store. It's 5 o'clock. Let's get these motherfuckers out. Let's tell them to go home, not to wait in line. Let's close the shades. Let's fucking haul ass and get the fuck out of here. Uh, you know, we still got some people doing to do some shopping. It's like, oh, my goodness. Somehow, everyone's out of the store by around 6 o'clock. I don't know how. Wow. That's just one wow. thing. Do you have any questions so far? While I take another breath and like
1: this, I am I am just absolutely amazed at the story, especially for you being in the LA metropolitan area, like to be genuinely worried during those days of riots and looting, like. Fuck, I mean, how could anyone not have the common sense or decency to their fellow man to be able to responsibly act in a moment like that? It's instinctual. It's human nature. Self-preservation. Like, fucking, you, if you have turned on a television in the past 48 hours, you know what's fucking coming. Like, get the fuck out of there.
0: I, so yeah, I don't know. I just... Not to mention one of the places where that happened, not to mention uh, one of the places where there's protesting and rioting was Santa Monica, which is just a stone throw away from Culver City, right? Oh, God. It's just – it's very its very close. It's just a few minutes on the highway, and it's <sighs> right fucking there. fucking scary, man. And so we're in the vicinity, It's you're right? But one of the days that I was there talking to one of the manager, talking to one of the guys, uh, I'm like, dude, are you not aware what's going on? Like, let's close this bitch down. And he goes, well, you know – and, bro, I – okay, well, I'll go down that path in a second like well you know most of the rioting has been taking place at at retail outlets that sell clothing and you know we're a grocery store um so it's it's unlikely that we would uh have rioting and but it's like dude they don't give a fuck what the store is they're just out for blood they do not give a shit and groceries are just as valuable if not more valuable than fucking stealing clothes off a rack bro Seriously. And I couldn't tell if he was being serious or not. I do not know if he truly believed that or if he was just saying that to kind of get me to go away. And I was like, dude, I just want to shake him and say, bro, fucking listen to yourself. Are you kidding me? grocery stores aren't like no are you kidding no me? yeah i right? mean oh like it,
1: it it was relatively indiscriminate i mean who the fuck knows and here's the, where and here's they could the end up crazy
0: thing yes there is no rhyme or reason it's just it's happening all around us and here's the crazy thing is that the store manager who is the boss his his kind of um his kind of you know modus operandi is just kick back And just let the second-in-command take care of everything. So the head honcho doesn't really give a shit, super laid back, in a bad way, and lets the assistant manager, who's like two peas in a pod with him, kind of run the show. And it's just a very strange dynamic between the two and between everybody that's an employee there, right? Um, And so there was you know that whole thing going on (sighs) okay so then on top of that we're in our uh we're in our manager meeting today which side note second week that we've just had deli sandwiches a little disappointed but it's free food i don't make it this wonderful girl caitlin makes the food beggars can't be choosers i'm still appreciative but it, two yeah s- it's, weeks it's, in a it's row not of the sandwiches the spread that you're used to which, what, uh, yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> yes it's not it, the, no you, no that's just a fact. that i am, i've become accustomed to but but the so, fact that you were appreciative all the same that. yeah got it got it yeah but still, yeah. yeah, I um and so and so during the meeting we're talking about just employees that suck because there we need to just <laughs> purge half the store we need to get rid of half the employees. Are at you fucking kidding me? Really? Blood. Really? I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. Half? The, so wow. I'm not kidding you. So get this. So so let me ask you this. Typically, what do you think is the standard protocol for correcting behavior or action? You have an employee that's maybe always on their phone or they're they're not in the uniform, you know, what do you think is the standard protocol
1: for it to be alerted to a supervisor, and for that supervisor to bring that individual in, let them know what they're doing is incorrect. If it continues, then that you get a warning and a second warning, and then disciplinary action kicks in after that. Is what my standard procedure.
0: Perfect. Perfect. That's what makes sense. Right. Right. That's what makes sense. Yeah, it's common sense. So what for you anybody. do. You're right. If something happens, you give them a verbal warning, a verbal warning. If it happens again, you know, maybe another verbal warning or just you – then you start to document it, right? You have a conversation with them and then you begin to document it. And after so many times, you know, uh, eventually termination or suspension, right? Mm -hmm. Not with these two guys. So – we have an employ we have several employees that are always on the phone and we have some employees that just like do nothing and some employees that they're they're one in particular their ass is always hanging out of their pants, right? Oh no. And so Wait, okay. And there's one employee Quick question.
1: What? How old are these two guys?
0: Yeah. How old are they? Bro, they're at least in their 40s or early 50s. Are you fo- Okay. All right. <laughs> continue i'm not kidding I'm, you i am not kidding
1: you. all right I, I i'll yeah yeah go on <laughs> mid, mid, I, mid I to
0: fun. late 40s to early I, 50s, yeah i don't right? i don't want
1: to derail this conversation so so continue with your story yeah okay. uh, this is very entertaining so, by the way I'm, for example, I'm very entertained
0: so for good so for example and i'm in charge of the entire front end right all of the cashiers and, uh, and the courtesy clerks who go out and get carts and clean up messes and all that. That's okay. my domain. There's one employee in particular. She only has one shift per week. And that one shift per week, she either calls off or is always asking to go home early. And when she is there, she either has earbuds in her phone or she's on her phone or she just does her own thing. Someone tells her to do something. She doesn't do it. She does the exact opposite. She's just in her own world. La, la. Just woo, 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 yeah. right? One of those employees. Right. And so I said I – because I had done a correct – I had done a 10-minute review with them or something like that, and the employees are telling me these things. The head cashiers are telling me these things, and Ken – One of the managers is like, "Oh yeah." One time, she asked me if she can go home early because she was too exhausted from doing ecstasy the night before. Another time, she asked if there there should be a separate line for uh, if there should be a separate line for senior citizens, and he said, "No, we have senior hours. There's no separate line for senior citizens. Why don't you go ahead and go on your? uh, Why don't you go ahead and you know clock out? Your shift is done." She goes, clocks out goes outside doesn't tell anyone and starts forming a separate line for senior citizens it's like you were just told not to do that and it's time for you to go home so just go home and so i say to him dude so why don't we start writing her up like obviously she's an issue why is she even only here once a week she's not even good at it so why don't we start taking corrective action and documenting this and she will get herself fired and his response is um you know blah 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 um It's it's not really worth it. You know, the the people who are bad employees will eventually weed themselves out, this and that, that and this. And this is where I go into the manager meeting because there are other departments who have shitty employees and the department heads are like, what the fuck? It's just making our job harder and this really sucks. And his response is, well, you know, the bad employees will weed themselves out. No, I'm asking you a question and I'm making a suggestion. Your response is – unacceptable for what we are trying to accomplish and that's his response is that we like what do you mean so they'll just quit on their own is that what you're saying like what are you alluding right like what exactly are you saying yeah. because weeding themselves out isn't a proper response to what we're trying to do and so the manager meeting today same thing talking 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 and uh and he's saying how uh You know, at what point, you know, we're having this conversation, having a conversation, you know, when someone has their phone out or they're not doing their job or, you know, so-and-so's ass is hanging out of their pants. You know, I'm done having the conversation. So, you know, you're – I go to them and I ask them, you know, this is what we're going to do. The phone is either being taken away. It's going in the safe and you can have it at the end of your shift or you can go home and that's what we're going to do. And that's how we're going to handle things. And you know, eventually the bad employees will weed themselves out because you know it just goes to, the, to show you know they don't listen. And at what point the conversation isn't enough? So you just send them home. And we're all like, "Bro, that doesn't help anybody. That just fucks everybody over, right? Just sending someone home fucks. It yeah. doesn't teach them anything. That's not Excellent. a valid consequence." to correct action, to just send them home. Maybe if they're tight on money and they need the hours, but at a certain point too, it's like, no, we need people a full – we need a full staff here. We can't just be sending people home um, like that. And so – because one of the things that happened was there was a cashier the other night who took two uh, took two $100 bills that were counterfeit because he's not paying attention. He's always oh, on his phone. No. And had he done what he was supposed to do – Yeah, had he done what he was supposed to do, then he would have caught it, but he didn't. Yeah. Anyway, I raise my hand and I say to him, hey, why don't we start uh, writing people up? That way they can get themselves fired. And this is in the manager meeting. Why don't we do this? And then we can bring in new people and that way it can be documented and they can get their verbal warning. And he goes – his response is something like, "Uh, well – corporate will always side with the employee they'll always have the company's back it's very difficult it's uh, he's pretty much saying it's more work than what it's worth and i'm thinking bro what are you talking about like i did this at my other store and it pre it seemed pretty easy like i don't understand why explain to me why this is so difficult and i'm not given a straight answer and and all the department managers are like yeah like what the fuck, why don't we just start writing people up and after you get written up three times, you know, you get you get a verbal warning. You get a verbal warning. Then you get a warning that's documented. Then you get a second warning that's documented. Mm-hmm. Then you get a final warning. Then you get suspended for two days. And then if it happens again, you're fired. Yeah. Like, so they're essentially, employees have like, four or five chances to not get fired totally right yeah and he doesn't want to do any of this because he's saying that it's more work than what it's worth it's very difficult corporate corporate has to approve of people being terminated and he's making it sound like it's just very wishy-washy and and tough and in my brain i'm thinking bro fuck it i'd rather spend you know six months to a year trying to get rid of somebody than have someone stick around for two or three years and be really shitty. You know, like, I'll put in the work. Let's do it. Like, who cares? And he's just giving that response. And um, <laughs> I, my, my example that I give him is like, I was like, dude, but that's not going to teach anyone anything. That's like taking – that's like re- almost rewarding someone for bad behavior. Like in high school, oh, you got into a fight or you told the teacher to fuck off, you're suspended. Awesome! You just sent a rebellious teenager on vacation for the next week or yep. two. That, you know, that doesn't do anything, and it's just so—it's frustrating because I have no power. There was an employee the other day um, who has whose the head cashier was having difficulty with other employees, and she was talking about it today. And I said, "I hear you," and I told her what was happening in the manager meeting. And it's like, but I can't can't do anything if I'm not allowed to enforce the rules, right? Mm -hmm. Like I will be that – I will be the enforcer. I will take this shit head on, but I can't do anything if my superior is too lazy to sign off on a corrective action form. And as a result of Tweedledee and Tweedledum (laughs) running the store, it trickles down. And that's why we have so many employees that don't give a shit because there are no consequences for undesired behavior, and it's just like what the fuck. And there are people, really good people who are working that just get the short of the stick all the time, and they get fucked over because people get sent home when they should really have just been fired um, or there's just no really true accountability because these two numb ducks <laughs> just want to hang out all day and not do anything. Okay. Um, so yeah,
1: I, are, is there more? Is, that's all I have for right now. That, that is remarkable. For, that, that truly is something out of Hollywood right there.
0: <laughs> bro. I just, I, and I told my, I told my head cashier cause there's four or five of them that are underneath <laughs> me. I told them, I, I told them, this is what I can tell you from experience. It's easier to not give a shit. I know you're a great employee and you care and you want to care and you want to do things the right way. But if management doesn't have your back, you're just going to be spinning your wheels. You're going to burn out and you're going to become mentally exhausted. It's easier just to lower your expectations and not give a shit. It sounds bad. You're not a bad employee. I don't want to think of you as a bad employee. I don't think of myself as a bad employee. But at the same time, when your superiors are setting this tone, it's hard to try and do your job when you can't enforce the rules because your superiors don't give a shit. So as a result, you need to lower lower your expectations and not give a shit. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. See, Victor, in in every –
1: Patch of rotten tomatoes, there's always one good one out there. And I, I sense that there is an opportunity here that I don't know. I mean, like, it all ends up on what your expectations and trajectory is, especially once traffic starts kicking up and you're considering switching jobs. But, like, bro, th- like, just off the bat, if they're always referring to corporate, there's got to be an avenue for you to connect with corporate yourself as a manager go over them there is. and you can ask,
0: submit HR tickets online
1: and ask for clarification you as a manager should be able to have a phone conversation with somebody who is familiar with standard practices and procedures and the first thing that they're going to tell you and I cannot recommend this strongly enough start documenting all this weird shit that they're doing like that's so unprofessional like the beep boop beep things like like every time they do that mark the day time whatever um if there's the opportunity to, like, because you said customers have complained about them doing stuff like that, and they're, like, if there's any way to, like, suggest, oh, hey, customer feedback, I'll, I'll take a hold of that, and you can be in control of the flow of information. You're responsible for it. It's no extra work on them. Customers respond, and if people are actually coming up to you and saying this stuff, many more are going to be thinking about that in the back of their mind, and if they have a chance to write it down, you'll get that information. So you could totally be a leader on this and kind of take the lead, communicate with with corporate HR, and just start a dialogue there, start recording the weird shit that's going on there, and if there's the opportunity to get, like, customer feedback, then... I mean, you could like you could find yourself promoted to a position that's well beyond actually working in a grocery store. You show leadership there. Just my thoughts.
0: Yeah, but here, yes, yes, I understand hundred percent what you're saying. But this is a big butt. <laughs> um, Aren't they all? I, yeah, but <laughs> it's not worth it to me. I don't care. I've already made plans to jump ship. Yeah.
1: So it would be it would you it would I'm be saying? a selfless act. I mean, if you should, like you're not you're not yeah. doing it for yourself. You're doing it for the people who you work with, who you like and want to stick around.
0: Oh, oh, like, yeah. But I'm not going to Okay, so I get what you're saying. I'm not going to yeah, I'm not going to be doing this documentation documentation, but already after talking to one of the head cashiers today, already I told myself, "Okay, before I leave, I need to call up corporate and say, "Hey, by the way, You might want, just like I did with my other store, you might want to reach out to employees and department managers and just ask what their honest feedback is on these two people. And I'm sure you're going to find something worth looking into. That's brilliant. But, yeah. No. Totally. That. Okay. So that's
1: kind of what I was. At, but wondering as far
0: about. as like documenting, but every no, as yeah. far as if I'm in the middle, of something stop. Do this. Stop. Do that. It's like no, fuck that. I'm not going to stop every five seconds on all these things. But I have already have examples in my head. Like, hey, these are just a few examples. Here, here's information. Do with it whatever you want. I'm awesome. out of here. Yeah. Like, you know. No, that, yeah. So you will be a yeah. superhero. Yeah.
1: Not all yeah. heroes wear capes. But it's
0: funny because when you because when you said because when you said like oh get promoted beyond the store fuck that yeah I am so beyond ever working for somebody else yeah. I don't care about being promoted just keep me where I'm at I've got some moves that I'm making and then I'm fucking hitting the eject button you know <laughs> I was gonna say um, and it's just that bro I know. I keep thinking of you because you say like, I know I, and you talk about your experience at target, but bro, you don't know. People don't know unless you are working 40 hours a week in retail as a manager. And yes, if you're a cashier, let's say you're working full time. Like, I mean, yeah, you, you get a certain degree of experience with all the customers that suck and certain things. But as the manager, you have your hand in everything, and you see everything as it truly is, and it, it's this perpetual cycle of never-ending problems with temporary solutions that end up falling back and not actually solving anything. It's a fucking hamster wheel that never stops and will never be... Unless you happen to be at that one store... Like I was at Aldi Glen Ellen for the time that I was there, everything was perfect. Yes, customers sucked, and there were a few things, but it's not until you leave a place that functions well that you truly understand how well that place functioned until you're at a place that's just ass-backwards.
1: Right, and it all comes down to the people at the top. I mean, they're the ones who set the tone. Yes,
0: absolutely. I mean, my God. Yes. Like,
1: every good institution that I've worked for has strong leadership at the top and is very, like, both, both very articulate as to what the expectations are as well as compassionate as to circumstances that may be outside of others' control. So there's, like, there's always that balance between people who are violating protocols sort of wantonly and others who just happen to like you missed your train or whatever you're not going to get written up for that but if you if you Mm -hmm. are showing up periodically three hours late to work then you know so it's always one of those things where it's the person at the top who makes the rules enforces the rules and sees justice dispersed they are judge jury executioner And the best leaders are the ones who have those management skills and the empathy to be able Mm -hmm. to communicate with their employees. I've worked in some very happy places. I just think back to Target back in college. Generally speaking, like, yeah, there were some people who were in their, like, late 50s, early 60s or whatever who just had to make ends meet. And so they weren't the happiest people. But generally speaking... People who worked there were satisfied with the way things ran. No one was like breaking rules. No one was like, everyone respected the fact that we were all just getting through the day and it was good leadership mm-hmm. just in general. And it was a positive experience. But then I've worked at other places where it's just like, what the hell is going Like it's anarchy. I, I don't understand what's going on. Um, so yeah, I mean, bro, it, it's all about who's at the top and for you to like articulate it in the way that you did, shows for me anyway that you (laughs) bro you you have yeah i don't know you you acknowledge kind of the the both both sides of the coin where it's yeah i don't know it's it's a skill that is uh, for as somebody myself who is trained in that way of like people management kind of thing the empathy versus like every position of authority Mm -hmm. that i've had i've always articulated my expectations and enforced them to varying degrees of whatever but yeah I don't know. I, I sense that in you and I always have, but you've never had the opportunity to kind of take charge of that and ownership.
0: dude, nowadays, I mean I've been there, yeah, so mage. so it's been about a month and a half since I've been at this store Okay. and it wasn't it wasn't until like the last seven to ten days where i I finally understood what the employees were talking about when they said, oh, Keep an eye out. You'll – you're going to experience some weird things Revelation. like, oh, OK. Yeah. And then now just – and I thought that I did, right? I thought that I got the level of weirdness or just lack of intelligence. And it wasn't until the last seven or seven days where I'm like, nope, this has reached a whole new level. Mm. And now after today and last week, especially with the rioting thing, I come to work and I'm like, you know what? What's it going to be today? What thing am I going to experience today that if I tell someone this outside, that works outside of the store, they're not going to believe it, bro? I told some of the employees. I was telling the, a couple of the employees who've been there for a while about some, about the whole honey, darling, five o'clock time to go. And they and they're like, "No, are you serious?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm not lying to you. I am now giving information that they do not believe."
1: Yeah, it's despite oh, I'm all so that crazy. they've experienced already, that they can't believe that it's – Yes, it,
0: yes. <laughs> Yes. You
1: know, that that is fascinating too. When you get behind the scenes you kinda get to see the depths of depravity that people can have when it comes to respect for their job. It's it's pretty remarkable. Yeah. I know I mean, bro, like being the associate pastor at Downers Grove when they tried to oust the music director, having a secret meeting off site in the library across the street so that Jim wouldn't accidentally stumble across them and be like, Oh, hey, what's going on here? Oh, we're discussing trying to force you out <laughs> It's like, yeah, I don't know. I mean yeah. it' We're discussing execution <laughs> we <understand> tactics. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like yeah. So when you're when you're on the inside, you get to kind of see how far the uh, the depths yes. get, the depths actually go. Because what you see, yes. the complaints you have on the surface are only a minor like tip of the iceberg. Like you were saying at the very beginning, it's the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> yeah. It's remarkable. Wow. I totally. Oh, By the I way, know, I totally dude. believe everything that you've said because. At, it sounds. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like they just co- sort of like stumble their way along and take advantage of opportunities when they come along, and they've gotten lucky more or less to find themselves in those positions. But you reaching out to HR, I mean, might kind of correct course as to what destiny should actually look like, which I certainly hope will be the yeah. case. But yeah, you oh, know, that's freaking nuts. That is, oh man, I've never heard of something that that crazy before. I haven't. It's. Truth is stranger than fiction, Ain't that the truth, man.
0: (laughs) Fucking A. The other things that I had, I think we can save for next time. I'm all talked out after that. And that was a big – that was a lot longer than I thought it was. Because while I'm speaking, I'm thinking of – I was thinking of all these other different things. I I wanted to make sure I tried to get everything that I could possibly think of in on this episode. So if I forget anything or something new comes up, I'll bring it up. But – that's the world that I'm living in right now. Five days a week, oh, you know, forty hours. Forty
1: hours a week. Wow, living, living and breathing, <sighs> living and breathing fiction. Yeah. yeah, it'll it'll make a it'll uh, make a good chapter in your
0: autobiography when you become a yeah. multi million dollar filmmaker and star. Well, I was thinking, all this stuff that I've experienced is great uh, material for. Stand up or writing a story. Bro, there is know? so much comedy so,
1: gold that you can pull out of there. Like, yes, that is going so to be so much something. content. Are you are you writing the shit down? Because that's something I don't do as much as I probably should. When like weird shit happens, I like I did my my memoirs from like you know two or three years ago. But I ha- mm-hmm. I don't really daily write down things that happen to me. Do you like journal or jot down thoughts uh, and shit like that?
0: I. N- not stuff like this. It's usually. I mean, I do sometimes, but uh, when it has to do with work, not really. Yeah. Not yeah. at all. <laughs> the only time I journal or write something down is like when I had an awesome day or like something crazy happened or Oh, just so you do You do journal. My life. I, I don't know the last time I've journaled. Yeah. Oh, wow. I try and do it once or twice a month. That's awesome. Just, cause I, just for the sole purpose of I just like to chronicle my life, and I, I look back. I remember looking back in my journals, I don't know when, and it was like, I can't wait to move to L.A. I know it's all going to work out, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, holy shit, I am living in L.A., and it's all working out, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's crazy to to look back.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Commemorate the or good like, things uh, I
0: remember I wrote back. I wrote back uh, several years ago. I wrote down – I went to this party, this birthday party downtown Chicago with Drew five or six years ago. And uh, one of the things I wrote in my journal was I go to this birthday party at this loft, and it was just like all girls. It was awesome. There were like very few guys there. And it was I, crazy I think because I remember the story. I think I remember this I'm I'm talking to all these girls and they're all pretty freaking hot. <laughs> and I'm there for I'm there for like two or three hours having an awesome time. And I'm telling myself, Bro, you got this in the bag. You can definitely get a few numbers out of this. And then Drew tells me, Oh yeah, all the girls here are lesbian. And I'm like, What? What the fuck? No. Here I am thinking that okay, I didn't hear. they're straight, and <laughs> and I'm getting all excited because like they're feeling me and the conversation is going well and everything, right?
1: Oh but, my god!
0: How old were you? Yeah, dude. H- but how,
1: how how old
0: were you? Uh, at the time? I was tw- uh, twenty six. Fuck! 26, oh my yeah. goodness! No,
1: I didn't hear about this story. Wow, that is hilarious. Yeah, that, dude. That makes my night.
0: Yep. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, so that's just – it's little it's little things like that that I remember to journal right down. I, uh, the other time uh, – another time I was with Nelly and we were smoking weed at uh, – uh, I think it's Ball ball Park, which, which is near the cemetery. Yes. By, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know where that you is. You know what park uh, I'm talking about? It's just the, got park. the tennis courts. And another thing that I journaled was that night that I'm with her and we're in her car – And we're smoking a bunch of weed, and a police car comes in, and we're like, what the fuck? And the light was on in the car, and the police car goes by and turns around and then stops, and it's like, what the fuck? And the police officer, for some weird reason, uh, tapped on the window of my side, on the passenger side. And I roll down the window a few inches, and I'm like, "That's it. We're done because it smells like reefer up in this bitch." Uh-huh. And he says something like, "Oh,, um, hey, what are you guys doing? Uh, we're just hanging out and talking. Okay, uh, Well, the park closed at dusk. It's, this is like at 10:30 at night. And, I and uh, in, no, in November. In November. So the park closed at, like, 5.30, right? Five yeah, o'clock. right. It's been dark already for five, <laughs> five hours. Five hours ago, yeah. And I was like, oh, uh, we didn't know. He's like, oh, okay, well, you know, I just want to let you guys know so you know for next time. Um, all right, well, you guys have a good night. All right, cool. What the fuck? Did that just happen? So that's another example of something, some crazy shit happening. Because I thought for sure we were getting arrested. And so that's another thing that I... In Glen Ellen, I
1: I am – by the way, I just – I'm blown away by that. I've never heard a story where something like that would have happened because I guarantee you he would have smelled it.
0: Didn't ask for ID. Didn't ask to step out of the car. My only – the only thing that I could conclude was that maybe he smelled the weed, but we had the lights on when he pulled in, like the lights that are on – You know, the little lights for the car. Yeah. Not the headlights. No, no, the no. The, the, on, the, but the just top. The, inside, yeah. the interior, interior lights. Yeah. And the only thing I could uh, conclude was that, one, he was a chill cop, obviously. Two, he knew that we were smoking weed and either didn't care or saw that we were adults and not teenagers. And so it was just like, whatever. I'm just going to let this go. I He had to have known. It's – because we were smoking up with the windows rolled up,
1: yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You can
0: smell that the second the window goes down.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Wow. And so that was a close call. But that again, going back to just some crazy shit that happened that I wrote in my journal. Like what oh, the fuck? I can't believe this. Oh, wow, what a,
1: what a great way to tie in everything that's gone in the past two weeks with uh with our rambling yeah. podcast. This uh, this episode. <laughs> wow yeah this was sure. this was a very enter- i am so glad this is a hell of an episode i am episode. so <laughs> glad that i got to listen to such an entertaining <laughs> chronicle of your experience it it was it was truly pleasurable thank you
0: fuck man What's <laughs> the shit that i'm dealing with right now don't we all <sighs> yeah well until next time <laughs>